0: Welcome to Mind of a Madman, brought to you from STS Studios. Uh, thank everybody, for joining us again this week. Um, I want to apologize for the episode last week. Um, just, you know, I feel a little you know, a little under the weather and stuff and had some, had some scheduling conflicts. So, unfortunately, we didn't get the episode. Had it recorded, but didn't get it uh, edited and put on to uh, uh, upload it. But um, by the time you hear this one, um, that one will be up, and this one should be followed should follow by like a day or two. So... Uh, uh, this week I'm gonna get back to normal. Uh, you know, uh, two weeks ago was our uh, li- was our second live episode where we had like where we talked about uh, uh, about a uh, different ghost stories again. Um, that was two weeks ago or two episodes ago. Last episode uh, we caught up on a lot of the uh, excess paranormal news that we had, you know, and, and just did one whole episode of nothing but paranormal news. So this week we're gonna get back to uh, you normal and uh, you know do you know um do um you know uh, news articles. And then you know a topic, and then get on to the question of the week. So um, this week, the I I really, a really interesting uh, topic for you. So definitely you know uh, hang on here, you know after the news and listen to this. It's some uh, uh 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 most of you probably haven't ever heard of this before. I mean I didn't until about a month or two ago. It's called the um uh a stone tape theory. Um so uh it, it's definitely an interesting one. So definitely you know uh you know uh hang on after the news. Uh, yo, uh so you know, uh, listen to that one It's definitely, you know, a very in- interesting idea and topic. So with that being said, let's get started to get into the news. Um, you know, I still have a, I still have an excess, uh, you know, uh, the buildup of news. I mean, I did quite a few stories the last episode, but there's still a bunch more to come. Uh, but, uh, this week we, 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 have, we you know, uh, we have a couple so let's let's get into them The first one is a UFO emerges from an Indian Ocean from the Indian Ocean and mystifies uh, researchers The UFO topic is becoming more serious and scientific which is why every piece of news that comes out related to UF to unidentified flying objects quickly goes viral Now a mysterious object has emerged from the Indian Ocean just 700 kilometers from Madagascar gone are the years where for the t- UFO topic belongs solely to conspiracy theorists and alternative researchers now science and governments open, openly study them that is why uh, this uh, that's why um, that's what that's why there's a powerful or er, the subject the subject is has has now become has, the subject has now become fully uh, in, uh, in, uh, to the mainstream. Uh, so it goes on to say, the island of Reunion, located in the Mascarene Archipelago in the Indian Ocean. If you know what that is, you know. And I'm sure I'm saying it wrong. I apologize. It's 700 kilometers east of Madagascar. On the night of October 11th, uh, Sandrin Fortain captured a video. Of a large unknown flying object hovering over the ocean, the, ign- the, ign- the ign- magnetic dark mass rose very slowly over the water. Fontaine captured the entire event thanks to the red filter that her telescope had. His telescope had, I'm sorry. This allowed him to see in detail the strange shape of what appeared to be a ship. Despite this, he was only able to film the UFO for a few seconds as it quickly disappeared. According to experts who have examined the video, the object is very similar to the UFOs that were photographed from a U.S. submarine in 1971. At the the moment it leaves the water, the object's profile is shown as a triangular shape, a very characteristic form that has been filmed on other occasions. An example of an example of strange craft with these shapes is the TR-3B anti-gravity aircraft. However, it is obvious that what is shown in the videos emerges from the sea. In fact, many experts consider this is not a UFO, but a USO, which is an unidentified submergible object. And so it could belong to an underwater base. we um, was just talking about TR-3B anti-gravity aircraft. I'm not sure what that is. Uh, I don't know who wrote this article. It it's 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 very difficult you know, to read. The, you know, I mean, I haven't read. The, you know, like normal, like you know, like. I always read the articles on the fly as I you know. I basically read them as read them as uh, as we go, so that you know you, you get my reaction totally to them. So, but yeah, you know, so whoever wrote this, it's kind of hard to kind of follow. I don't think I don't think this was an American article. I mean, it seems like it was translated from a different language. I'm not sure. So it goes on to say. Many people on the internet have raised the possibility that this this is reverse-engineered human technology using alien technology captured in the past. They've even mentioned the possibility that this is is part of a space fleet capable of traveling to other planets in our solar system. There's also the possibility that we are facing a real alien spacecraft. Theorists have even speculated for years that an underwater extraterrestrial base could exist near the island, where an alien race could live. You know that makes total sense. I mean, I mean, you think about it. You know, if you're uh, if you're an alien race and you're trying to avoid detection by human beings, you know, uh, with all our satellite technology and radar and everything else, it'd be pretty hard to hide your base. You know, on you know, on land anywhere. I mean, maybe in the middle of the jungle, but then you know, it's hard to fly in and out with your with your your, your crafts. You know, whatever your UFOs are. But underwater, you know, we, you know, there's, we've only discovered, of, you know, a couple percent of the world's oceans. There's, you know, over ninety percent of, of you know of the world's oceans have never been explored. So, there's so much space out there, so many places that you know that, that anything could hide. And you know, they wouldn't even have to be that far off off the coast of any main country. You know, they could be all over the place, and you know, and we would never know it. <clears throat> so. Yeah, that article it's just just basically you know someone seen, you know you basically you have a UFO coming out of the water and you know I just you know I, just, I thought that was kind of timely now with you know you know were talking about the uh um the um uh, Gimlin video, uh I forget the other one with the with the uh, Tic Tacs off the East and the West Coast. It's just kind of you know crazy how you know once again you have know, to see something coming out of the water. That seems to be a, re- a reoccurring thing. Um, the next article is entitled Moon's Secret Finally Revealed by China. Do extraterrestrial structures exist on the Moon? Space colonization is no longer a pipe dream, and China is already putting its car, all its cars, on the table. The People's Republic of China has displayed an advanced space colonization plan that that started in 2017 and will end in 2022 with the first man landing on Mars. I'm not sure how old this article is. It was just written in 2021 or 2022, just in December, so only a couple weeks old. So I'm not sure if they're behind already. I'm not sure, but... With um, <clears throat> the space mission Chang-4, China hopes to examine the lunar terrain in the dark area of the moon and establish a permanent location that will serve as a station or in- intermediate for future transit to Mars. The Chinese 4 primary goal is to conduct research on the moon's surface in order to establish a base. The goal of the next mission is to return as much data to Earth as feasible. China has done something that no one has been able to do, not even NASA. That is to show the moon's dark side appears to the or that is to show how the moon's dark side appears to the rest of the world. The images are rather disturbing. For starters, we all presume the moon's surface is white since all of NASA's official images and, f- and, f- and f- uh, photographs represent represented as so. But despite that, despite that, we can observe the moon surface is not all that unlike our own. The sand is brown and yellowish in color, rather than white or gray, as as we can see, or as you can see if you you know, look at the photos. Why would NASA want to mess with the photographs like this? Why is it trying to is it well Why is it trying to keep anything hidden? Um. Let's see here. Uh. Because the nature is chaotic and devoid of the fine angle and structures. The pictures that have been returned by the Chang for uh, uh, spacecraft is the only plausible explanation for the structures that are being seen in the photos that they belong to an alien culture or were built by NASA. Perhaps this is why the moon photos they show have been modified. This is the most plausible scenario since the building styles is significantly more similar to that of human-built structures as far as we can discern. Space Chasing Hunter Street Cap 1 recorded an Recorded interesting structures that we can see more in detail on his on his Facebook uh, channel. Um, I, I guess if you really, I mean, I'm looking at the picture here. I mean, I guess if you're really trying to make something out of it, I and mean, really all you can really see is it just looks like a white dome, like uh, it looks like a rock formation. To be honest with you, I, I you know I mean, I. Um. <clears throat> You can go look. I mean, it's it's so it's not even that really compelling. So I'm not even gonna waste putting it up on the on the uh, YouTube channel. If you want to check it out, uh, the guy's name is Streetcap One. It's all one word: S T R E E T C A P One. Number one. You go to his uh, his uh, YouTube channel and and you can check it out. But like I said, you're wasting your time. You really are. There's there's nothing to see. It's, it's just a white rock formation. Nothing really stands out. Uh, I think she's someone trying to make trying to make something out of you know very little. Um, our next article is prehistoric surprise: ancient footprints reveal the presence of man in Spain 200,000 years earlier than thought. <coughs> um, I, uh, I have a number of episodes come up to talk about this. How, according to what science are you know between um, looking at our uh, um, our uh, DNA. Uh, lineage and you know uh, fossil evidence, and they now think that mankind has been around for about a million years, but only civilized for the last you know eight thousand six you know seven eight thousand years. Um, <clears throat> but now we're finding out that you know you know uh, we could have been it could have been back even further than that. So this article goes on a stay. <clears throat> Oh, and this article was brand, it's, it's 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 just from a week ago from the University of uh, Seville. So, um, <clears throat> I was going to say, let's see where this thing starts. The discovery, uh, let see, George Rivera, a researcher and technic- technician from the University of Seville's GRS Radio radioisotopes department, has made a significant discovery in Europe involving hominin footprints found in um, Mata lascanus. the team used optic- optically stimulated uh, luminescence techno- techniques at the University of Seville's Center for research technology and innovation and uh, 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 to determine that the footprints are 200,000 years older than previously thought dating back to 200. And ninety five thousand eight hundred years ago in the Middle Pliocene period. Now, what I'm confused is they're saying that modern man's been around a lot longer than that. Maybe, maybe this mean in this part of Europe, because I they mean, well, all right, so all right, so that that must be that, that, what, that, 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 that what this article is saying because, uh, um, you know, human. Uh, Humans haven't, you know, you know, were thought to be in Africa up until like maybe, you know, maybe like you know, you know, thirty thousand years ago, forty thousand years ago. Uh, so I think they mean, you know, like uh, uh, earlier in uh, Europe. So this suggests that pre-Neanderthals lived in Denanía area during this time. The research led by Professor of Paleontology Eduardo Meliero of the University of Hel- of Hulova uh, was recently published in the journal Scientific Reports. Optically stimulated luminescence is a method of, used to find the absolute age of sediment that have been fully exposed to sunlight. The discovery in June 2020 of hominin footprints of more than a, or more more than 106,000 years old next to El Aspirillo, uh was a revolution. For the scientific world, so much so that it was considered one of the most important discoveries of, the, of that year. <clears throat> but now, the publication of this new paper has confirmed that some experts suspected that, at, at, as some experts suspected at the time, these footprints were more older, and in fact, 200,000 years older than previously thought. While it previously placed the Upper uh, uh, Pleistocene, the evidence now points clearly to the Middle Pleistocene and its begins being two hundred and ninety five thousand eight hundred years old, making a unique record in Europe, since there's no better site in the world in terms of number, age, and area than that of El Esperaro Beach for human for, for homin fossil footprints. After collecting samples from several or from various levels and another two later to compare the first results, the age of the fossil remain remains was established at the point of the Middle Pleistene, a crucial moment between Different climate changes between a warm period 360 to 300,000 years ago and transition to 300 to 240,000 years ago, in which a major glaciation took place. The age of this specific of the, the, the age is thus specified at 295,800 years, with a margin of error of 17,800 years, according to the data collected from the four samples of sedimentary levels in the cliffs of El Esperero where the site was found initially, eighty-seven footprints, which is now which now has a record of more than three hundred footprints, of which ten percent were considered well preserved. With the ex- with the exception of those from Madelaclastus, it is it is noted that no other human footprints were known between the climate changes of those two periods in the Middle of Pleistocene. So yeah, so 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 from what I'm so from what I'm gathering, um, they're talking about just specifically in Europe and Asia alone. They normally are. Uh, they didn't think that that there's any kind of like you know uh, human beings in that area. You know, that you know they thought that up until about you know eight hundred, you know a couple you know less than a hundred thousand years ago, that you know that you know all humans were in Africa and we started slowly spreading outward outward in into, in into Europe and Asia. And, as this, as this fossil evidence is proving, that's not the case. And um, uh, a couple of things that we're going to talk about come up here in the uh, in not too distant future. We're going to be talking about the um, the uh, um, uh, uh, younger Dryas uh, impact theory and um, uh, a couple other things that are going to show that you know human beings may have actually been civil, you know, advanced and civilized a lot longer than, you know, science now knows, or, you know, know, has has proven so far. Uh, And then our our last article is, Bodies of Bizarre Mythical Beings Were Discovered in a Basement in England. A crew of employees discovered hundreds of sealed wooden crates in the cellar of a house in 2006 while leveling it to make place for new real estate projects. The workmen rubbed their palms with delight, assuming they had unearthed a buried treasure. But when they opened the crates, they discovered the mummies of a variety of unusual animals, many of which resembled fairies and dwarves from popular British mythology. Thomas Theodore Maryland, a crypto-naturalist, biologist, and xeno-archaeologist born in 1782 in Hellingshire, North England, owned the home. Aside from his bizarre creature collection, he is known for his longevity, since he appears to have lived for 160 years, according to eyewitnesses. Theodore seemed to be 80 years old, but dressed like a 40-year-old, which drew more attention than his unique collection of animals. The Maryland Cryptic Collection is named is the was the name of his odd creature collection during uh, during his lifetime. Theodore traveled to the United States to show his collection to a bigger audience. His collection was uncommon of, of uncommon creatures, piqued people's curiosities at first, but he was labeled, uh, he, but he was labeled a charlatan by other cryptozoologists and naturalists due to, the due to the world's restricted perspective. During this time in the United States, he gained several uh, acquaintances among mathematicians and top biologists who found his collection of unusual specimens fascinating, as well as scientific thoughts as well as his scientific thoughts about time travel, physics, and chemistry. Fascinating. His logbook was discovered with uncommon animals. He wrote the historical notes of quantum mechanics in his diary, concepts that had not yet surfaced in physics at the time. His American friends have urged him to publish his research on time travel and quantum mechanics because the ideas were too advanced for the time he was labeled a charlatan and his life fell apart. Another collector of rare special B.C.'s accused him of stealing. He was swiftly forgotten, and no one knew anything about him until 1942, when a man claiming to be, Theodore donated a building to a London orphanage that was only, that, with the only condition of was not opening the cellar. Because this individual seemed to be 45 years old, he was assumed to be a relator, relative of Theodore, and was, and was the last time anyone heard from him after that. Uh, if we examine how long a man lives these days, we may deduce that the guy that the guy in 1942 was not Theodore, who was born in 8, 1782. He would have been 160 years old at the time. His diary mentions an item called alabaster, which possesses anti-aging effects. According to his journal, unfortunately, no such object has been identified in the crates located in the basement. Is it possible that Theodore was, we discovered the, the youth elixir? So yeah, this guy supposedly has a, It doesn't. It doesn't the circle doesn't show anything, but just that he's got a collection of creepy, you know, pixies, fairies, which, you know, one of two things: either, you know, either a he really does, and you know, world governments are suppressing the information because they don't think that the public can handle it, or b it's just a big hoax, and it's uh it's like those traveling sideshows. And I'd be I'd be more willing to to go that route than it would the the, the you know, it was almost like those traveling sideshows like if you have ever been I've been in a state fair and oh come on in we have a two headed woman we have you know we have you know, the other guy with, with with six arms and, and you go in and it's just it's just plastic models that's supposed to be like you know uh, reserved people and it's not uh, it was probably more like that I mean you know. I mean, if you go with the first theory that the government hit it, hit it, tried hiding it from everybody, when you really think about it, it doesn't make sense because, you know, he had the collection and brought it to the United States and showed it off. If they were trying to cover that up, you know, he wouldn't have gotten that far. So I think there's definitely something a little weird going on there. Uh, you know, I don't I don't know 100 percent what to think, but I definitely don't think that it's you know I, I I don't think it's 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 a real collection. I mean, um, if he truly did have knowledge of quantum mechanics, and um, you know, at that time, you know, quantum mechanics really wasn't that advanced at that time. You know, I I, I think quantum mechanics was starting to come out at that time, but um, I don't know. Really, I I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I just don't. You know, it's hard to. You know, and then you know, with this claims of being you know, 100, you know, claims these was you know these 160 years old. And I, I don't know. It's just, it's just, it's just a lot to really grasp at once. So, um, you know, you tell me what you think. You know, if you want to go on, you know, uh, you message me or you uh uh, uh, uh you know, Facebook message me. You want to shoot a text or a voicemail or email, whatever. As always, you know, all, you know, all those links are in your or in, or in, or in, or in the description of this <ajusting throat> podcast. Um. So with that being said, let's move on to uh, the stone tape theory. So while doing research for a previous show, I came across a theory and when I read it and when I read the name of it, I was definitely puzzled. The name didn't instantly stand out to mean anything. It just seemed like someone was trying to make something up. It was really weird, you know it was, it was uh, definitely it definitely' didn't, didn't seem at first glance that the name of the theory had anything to do with what it's about. but we will find out that it does. So what's the name? As I already told you, it's the Stone Tape Theory. What if I said residual haunting? Does that sound a little more familiar? You know, when there's a haunting, you know, like like the house is haunted, they usually either an intelligent haunt or it's a your residual haunt, which is you know, you know, a residual haunt is you know, like the energy of like a tragic event, like maybe there was a there was like a mass shooting, you know, and like there 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 was there was so much emotion and negative feeling that. You know, in that moment, that uh, you know, it trapped a lot of you know that you know, just you know the environment, you know, the other buildings and everything around there just trapped all that negative energy and and you know and then when it haunts like you can't interact with the haunt, it's just like a record playing over and over. It's maybe maybe if somebody walks down a hallway every you know six years or whatever. Um, so. Ducky just said, you know, a residual haunt is when a place is haunted by the memory of a traumatic event. It's not what's known as an intelligent haunt, like I just said, where the enemy can interact with you. And it, you know, it's basically like, it's basically like a record skipping, and, and uh, it repeats itself over and over and over. Um, many haunted sites, like like uh, places like Ray like Ray. The uh, Gettysburg battlefield and a lot of the, a lot of buildings in Gettysburg. A lot of those haunts aren't intelligent haunts; they're residual haunts. They're, you know, so you know, so much traumatic events happen during the Gettysburg or the Gettysburg battle that that you know, there's so many, there's so much negative energy, you know, and it's almost like all that negativity, it, you know, it basically, you know, it, it basically, you know, like it. It imprinted itself on, on all the buildings, onto the surrounding soils, the tree, everything, and it's just, you know. So that's kind of, you know, so, that, so in the 19th century, intellectuals and physics and physics research, psychic researchers, such as Charles Baggage, Eleanor Sidwick, and Edmund Gurney, knew of what we now call residual hauntings, and said mental impressions during mental or traumatic events can be projected in form and energy that can be recorded onto the rocks in that area and replayed when the conditions were right. In 1972, there was a Christmas ghost story produced by the BBC called The Stone Tape, which popularized this idea, basically saying that traumatic events are recorded on rocks and buildings like a videotape. A videotape made of stone, or the stone tape theory. So that's where the name comes from. It's basically, you know, it's saying that the, 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 all these residual hauntings, they're being recorded by, there's, you know, by 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 like the surroundings, like rocks, buildings, stuff like that. Edmund Gurney and Eleanor Sidwick presented views that certain buildings and materials were capable of storing past events and could later be replayed, or played back. By gifted individuals. Years later in 1939 and 1940, H. H. Price speculated about a physic ether as an intermediate between spiritual and physical realities. This physical ether enabled objects to carry memory traces of emotions or experiences from the past. Although he was certain such traces would be provable by scientific methods, he was never able to prove it, nor was he nor was has it yet to be proven at all. So, like, basically, you know, like, if you hear psychics talking, they say there's, like, a veil that's between our world and the spirit world, you know, and it keeps the two worlds separate. Basically, he's calling that that veil in between the two worlds, you know, instead of calling, calling it a veil, he called it, you know, the psychic ether. Uh, so, in 1961, T.C. Lethbridge published a book called Ghost and Ghoul, in which she continued to work continued to work with H.H. H. Price. He theorized that past events can be stored in objects thanks to fields of energy. These fields of energy, according to Lethbridge, surrounds, surrounded streams, forests, and mountains. Theodore Schlick and Louis Vaughn dismissed the entire theory as an irrational claim. They stated, The problem is that we know of no mechanism that could record such information in stone and play it back. Sharon Hill, a science educator and geologist, said, but the stone theory tape theory is a misleading term that lacks physical basis. She said that she said this is an attempt to present a pseudo scientific claim in a way that makes it seem like it has, reach, has reached, use, it, it was reached using proper scientific methods. Um, Sharon Hill also stated that uh, the kernel of the idea of the stone tape Psycho, psych, uh, psychometry, which is criticized for being a form of cold reading rather than an unexplained supernatural phenomenon. You can see how this theory got its start in the late 1900s when science when science mixed when science was mixed with the rise of spiritualism. Because you know, back in the back in the 19th century, you know, you know, this was this was back when you know when you know like. We were we were still trying to understand the world around us. You, know, we didn't have the scientific instruments and and you know that we have today, and a lot of the things that you know we we know what ha- you know, a lot of things that, that that we know today, we didn't understand back then. Like 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 they first right? What makes us sick? We didn't really know that it was germs. I don't think they knew about germs and bacteria back then. Maybe I can't remember. Well, maybe in the, in the mid to late, but you know. But like yeah, you know, late 1700s, early 1800s, um, you know, like there were just so many things in the natural world that we couldn't understand. I mean, you know, we knew anything about atoms, we didn't know, you know, you know, we we were only a couple a couple centuries from understanding that we weren't the center of the universe. You know, so we were we were trying to you know make sense of everything, and you know, they used spiritualism. To explain a lot of things, like you know, spirits and ghosts, and you know, know, that's where like the, that's where like a lot of things like spirits, ghosts got their got their rise, and like things like, uh like like in the voodoo culture, yeah, that's where zombies got their rise from, you know, Living Dead, you know, and you know, things like vampires, werewolves, that all, all those things kind of sprang from this, from this, because you know we didn't understand a lot of things, you know, so we just kind of, you know, people just, well, you know what, I think this is caused by this, or this, this is what you know, when they so uh Yep, yeah, so probably place a reading. Uh So as science has evolved and become purer and more sophisticated, we can see that the theory evolved with it until supernatural phenomena began to be unexpected and mainstream unexpected in mainstream science. Today we still associate residual hauntings as being like a recording, repeating over and over, but have mixed thoughts on how the information is stored. Rather it was stored on a physical medium such as stone or structures, or something totally different like space-time, which could be the same things as, as this physical, or this psychic ether, the theory is more alive than ever. It's just we don't call it stone tape theory, we call it residual hauntings. Now that ghost investigators are using scientific equipment and scientific methods to document residual hauntings, we might soon be able to understand how it works. Until then, we are no further along understanding residual hauntings or stone tape theory than scientists were in the and 1800s. Uh, you know, I mean, I, I I definitely think that there's something like that. You know, there's 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 something going on. You know, is you know is it is it is it is it Time space you know you know like a certain area that that you records it is it is it you know like um if you've ever heard of Zach Baggins, he has a museum and it's full of objects you know that are haunted like like you know, bad things happen around you know like like you know there's this uh, div, uh, what's that called uh, divic box the divic box and bad things happen around he has haunted dolls he has you know, all different kind of things that um. Supposedly, you know, whoever is in possession of it, bad things happen to them. Now, whether it really is bad things happening because of that, or it's just bad luck and and people are, you know, draw, you know, their their attention is drawn to those items because, you know, you know, they expect it to to give them bad luck because it's cursed. Who knows which is the case? But at any rate, uh, there's definitely something to. Residual hauntings, or AKA the Stone Tape theory. There's definitely, there's definitely something that you know. There's, there's more that's you know, you know. There's some things that science can't prove. Um, you know, like that's the one problem that we have in science today. We, that we have a science. You know, science has become so advanced and so sophisticated. You know that, you know, we expect we we, we expect to be able to explain everything. With a scientific theory, or you know, get evidence and prove it, or disprove it, or some things can't be proven by science. Um, I was just watching, actually, an old, not well, an older movie from I believe it's from late nineties, early two thousands. The, uh, the movie Contact, you know, where they're you're listening, you know, out into the, you know, out in space, you know, with SETI, and they get an alien signal, and they build a craft that supposedly, you know, supposed to take them to wherever. Uh, the one line. Matthew McConaughey uh, uh, delivers, and it's kind of the same thing, but it can be applied to this or anything that you know you, that you can't prove. And in the movie, you know, he's like, a, I think he's like, he's like, he's like a big like Christian, like like he represents the Christian faith to the White House. He, he's a, like a, like a, like like a consultant, and the main character she doesn't believe in God. And he asks her why, and she said, because, you, you know, there's there's no proof that a God exists. And Matthew McConaughey gracefully just come off and says, uh, you, know, uh, in, you know, in case you haven't seen this movie, or her father had passed away earlier in the movie, well, you know, when she was a little girl. And Matthew McConaughey asks her, he says, well, uh, 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 do you still love your father? And she says, yes, very much. He said, prove it. And right there, it's like drop the mic because there's no way that you can, you know, you can't prove that you have love for somebody or you love somebody or, you know, you love someone who's got you. There's, you know, it's it's something that you have to, you know, take on somebody's word. You know, there's, there's some things in this world that we can't, that we can't, you know, we can't produce a theory for and we can't have evidence for, you know, I mean, I understand that, you know, scientists want to, want to prove everything with, 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 with evidence and, you know. But some things you can't. Some things you just gotta take on faith, you know. And I think you know the Stone Tape theory is one of those things where you know, will, will we ever prove it? We might. But I don't think we're ever gonna prove it exactly. It's just a matter of you know, you know what, uh, you know, it's 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 gonna be a matter of. I mean, maybe maybe they'll they'll develop something, but you know, it might be one of those things where you just gotta take it take it on a leap of faith because there's no way to prove it. Who knows? So with that being said, let's look at uh, a couple weeks ago, the last time that I asked you guys a question of the week. So three episodes ago, I'd asked you guys what kind of topics you guys want to see me cover this year. Would I ever open up a can of worms? So a couple there's a couple things I've been trying to avoid for political reasons, for for personal reasons, but you know what, I asked and you guys you guys have delivered and I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna go, I, you know, I'm gonna make sure I, I, I answer these, these questions for you guys. So, the number one thing that I keep getting, I really wanted to avoid this because it's 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 a rabbit hole and it is a deep rabbit hole, and that is the JFK assassination. I've really been trying to avoid this one. I really have not but you guys want to hear about it, so we're gonna do it. Uh, I've started researching it. It's gonna be that'll probably be close to the end of the year. That's gonna that might be a two-part episode. There's so much to that. Like I said, it's a huge rabbit hole. That's why I've been trying to avoid it. Um, you know, I'm definitely gonna do that. Um, you know, Roswell's been another one. Once again, that's a huge rabbit hole. That's why I've been trying to avoid that. But you guys, you guys want to talk about Roswell, so we'll we'll do Roswell. Someone wanted me to break down the Book of Revelations. I try not to get into biblical because I know there's people from all different faiths that listen to this 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 this, this channel. Plus, uh, it is so hard to because you know it's it's just one person's interpretation. I mean, I have read the Book Revelations numerous times. I've been in different uh, study groups where it's been broken down, and each time it's a little bit different. Uh, that's something that I won't, that I won't do on the show. I mean, you know, I would do it personally, like, like one-on-one with a small group or something, but this, just because, you know, I know that, you know, not everybody that listens to this is, is Christian or even believes in God, you know, there's, you know, you know, this podcast, I've got listeners all over the world, you know, and I want to try, you know, I try making every episode that I can include everybody. So I probably won't be doing that one just because, you know, not not that I'm going to let you guys out, but. Um, uh, I had someone ask me about, uh, comparing like, um, like, uh, like uh, movie, like horror movie, uh, villains like Freddy Krueger and Jason, Jason Voorhees and, uh, you know, you know, the like, you know, characters like that trying, you know, want, you know, know, want me to, uh, uh, ask me if I could kind of like, you know, uh, break down, you know, and see if there's, if if any of them actually have like any like real life comparisons like they're based on somebody and believe it or not some of them are based on real people like Freddy Krueger was actually based on a person now don't believe the the Facebook there's a Facebook uh, thing going around where uh, it shows his grave and stuff that that's not the real story of of of, of, of where Freddy Krueger came from but Freddy Krueger Freddy Krueger is actually based on shadow people you know he comes to you you know in your sleep you know, wearing, you know, the fedora. I mean, you know, so I'll definitely get, get into that. I mean, you know, he was definitely based off of, off, off of Shadow People. And there's other, there's also other horror movie people that are, you know, villains that are based off of, of actual real-life people or events. So we'll definitely get into that. Um, I don't think there's anything else that, that, that really stood out. I mean, a lot of your ideas, I'm actually, I mean, I'm actually working on it. I actually have, actually have things coming out. Like uh, someone asked me about uh, the Hollow Moon. I have an episode coming out very shortly. Shortly on the, on, on the Hollow Moon. Somebody asked me about uh, uh, about uh, um, uh, uh, disease. I have one coming up on that very shortly. Skinwalker Ranch. I have I have an episode on that coming up. Like I said, I've got about I'm up to about 60 episodes written right now ahead. You know, whenever I have a minute, you know, I I, just, I start researching and jotting down stuff. And so like I said, I'm about 60 episodes in the bag right now. So I've got plenty of, of stuff for you guys. And it's just cool how like a lot of what I thought you guys would wanna would want to hear, I've actually already written you know I've already written shows and they're they're, they're coming up. Uh, the Bet's Mystery Sphere that's 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 a, that's another one. Uh, so yeah, I mean I'm you know thank you guys for reaching out to me and telling me what things you, you guys want to hear because I'm glad to see number one that I'm on the same page as you guys and number two. Shows me that I need to tackle the things I don't want to tackle, but only because it's going to be a lot of work. But you know what? I want this show to be the best paranormal show out there. So, you know, I've got to dig in and i you know, I got to do the work. It's that simple. Not a big deal. You know, it's something that I accepted when I started this podcast. So we will definitely be doing all those things. Um, so for next week, for the question of the week, yeah, for next show. Uh, we talked on we we, we talked you know as we're talking today about the stone tape theory. We talked about how there's some things in the science that you can't prove and you have to just take on faith because there's there's no way to really there's no tangible way to actually prove it at least not that we know of. Um, what are some things that that you feel the science can't prove and has to be taken on faith? You know, uh, you know, I mean. I can think of a couple right off the top of my head. I mean, like I mean, like I said, I'm gonna hear your you know you guys' input first, but you know, let me know, you know, what are some things you think the science can't really prove and it's just gonna be a matter of faith. You have to take it on matter of faith, or, or don't take it on faith, yeah, but that's but there's no way to prove it. Let me know what you guys think. Um, you know, as always you, you can let me know by uh you, know, you know, by email. You know, our address here is always is uh, moampodcast podcast twenty one at gmail.com. You can go to our Facebook fan page. You can drop me a drop drop me a message on there, or you can just uh, uh, post a comment or a question or anything right on the right on the fan page. Um, You can uh, you know we have our phone line. They can either text us questions or comments, or you can uh, let a voicemail. YouTube channel I'm working on it. YouTube's giving me some problems, but I'm basically working on putting all the past episodes on there. I'm gonna basically anything that we uh, going back anything that we have had uh, any podcast that's available here will be available on YouTube and uh, we're also working on in a couple weeks here probably by the time we do our next live show prior everything after next live show we're gonna actually uh, uh, do do actual video from each recording. And it's gonna be put on put on the Facebook with the with yo, you know, so so all the past episodes are just gonna be audio. And then everything from the next live show on will be actual video. Uh and it's all live shows will all be video as well. So So with all that being said, I want to thank you guys for you know, for tuning in. I, once again I apologize for yo know, uh the delay in shows, but we should be back we should be back on track now for a while here. Um you know, everything's you know you know, everything's looking, looking good here. Yes, because the conflicts are all gone. I feel great. So, uh, so uh, you know, uh, if you haven't already listened, listened to the previous episode that I, that I just put out a day or so before this one, make sure you go back and listen to that one or any of our past episodes that you haven't listened to. And, uh, uh, you know, uh, 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 check back in with us next week when we have another episode. I well, Thank you guys for listening. And, as always, stay safe.